Shabbos Tav Tzadokas. We're starting three lines from the top of the Amid. Amr Rav Shmuel by Yehuda, Amr Rav Abba, Amr Rav Huna, Amr Rav. Hamavir Dal Amis B'Shushvam Karyer Patel Fishenu Demu Midbar. That if someone does the Malach Avara and he takes something, an item, and he walks four Amis in a Rishus Ram, but that Rishus Ram has a roof or some sort of protection over the Rishus Ram, the Apata, because that's not similar to the way the Degolim of the Midbar was set up. The prototype, like we know, for a Rishus Ram, but the Gate of Malach or is from the Malach Mishkan, which was in the Midbar by the Rishus Ram of the Midbar. Now the Dvar asked that Lechari had Ananiya covered, which were covered over the Rishis Rabbim over there, but the Ananiya covered were not considered a Makari, wasn't considered a roof. Now, even though the Ananiya covered Lechari, what's the Havmin of the Ritva that he asked the question? I think the Pshat was because the Ananiya covered were used for protection. And the Taichin roof, it wasn't just a cloud, it was something, anything that's used for protection would be considered a roof. Kamash wondered that's not enough of a roof to be. Uh, make it a Mishis Ram Makaria. In any case, the Gemara now asks a question from the Agolais that were in the Mishka. Let's just explain what the Agolais were. When they traveled and they needed to take the Krushim and remove them and start traveling with them, they took all the Krushim and they placed them on four wagons that the Levian would lead. Now, each of the Krushim went on a wagon that was five Amis by five Amis wide. So the, it was a square type of wagon. The wagon, like we'll see in the Gemara later on, it's going to say that it was actually something that didn't have any bottom. It was actually a hollow bottom. But at this point, just think of it as a regular wagon. And then you put the boards on top of it, leaning on the walls of the wagon. Let's also keep in mind that the dimension of each carriage was 10 amas tall by one and a half amas wide by one amma deep. And therefore, when you looked at the side of, for example, the south and north side of the Mishkan, there were 20 crushim which formed a wall of 30 amas because you have 20 crushim by one and a half amas. It equals 30 amas for each side. But the point of the Gemara's point right now is when you take each carriage and you took each carriage and you lie it down the length of the carriage, which was 10 amas, and you lie it down on a wagon wagon, which was five amas by five amas, and you covered up the wagon, now the wagon becomes a Rishus Ramakari, because the bottom of the wagon now is covered by the crushing that formed the roof on top of the floor of the Rishus Rabbin. So the Gemara now asks, Aini, how can you say that in the Digle Hamidba they didn't have Rishus Ramakari, Vahagolais, the actual wagon, the Makari is having, they formed a roof on top of the Rishus Rabbim, and Rav says in the name of Rishus Rabbim, that the wagons, they under them, completely under the wagons, or between the two wagons that were used by the Levim, one on the right and one on the left, and also under the axle of the wagon, all of them are considered Rishus Rabbim. Now, all of them were still covered, like we know, by the Krushim and formed the roof, and therefore it was Rishus the Gemara answers, Ki Rav that Rav was only talking about when he said that these things are Rishus Ram, not under the Krushim, under the Krushim, it forms Rishus Ram Makaira, that would be not considered a Rishus Ram. However, what he was talking about was between the spaces that they left between each stack of Krushim. The Gemara is now learning that there were three stacks of Krushim on each wagon. There was actually a total of 48 Krushim for the Mishkan, 20 for the north side, 20 for the south side, 6 for the west side, and 2 for the corners in order to finish up the corners on the northwest and southwest side. Now, however, when you take them and you put them on four wagons, you have 12 per wagon. The way they stacked it, according to the Gemara right now, was in three stacks of four Krushim each. So it was four high and three wide. Take three wide crush them, which means we know a carriage was one and a half. You would have four and a half amas 
of, of Krushim that were on the wagon. There was an extra half a amma because the wagon was five by five. That half a amma, if you put and you made a space between the three stacks, you would have two spaces, and each one would only be a quarter of amma. Now, if there was a quarter of amma space, the space under that area where there was no boards anymore, therefore there, were no, there was no roof, and that was not a Rosh Hashanah and that's what it means when Rav said... Mr. is only referring to that quarter amma space between each of the boards, each of the crushem. The Gemara now asks, let's see, how much is the length of each wagon? It was five ammas. Puss to the carriage come having the thickness of each carriage, how much was it? Am so pago on am and a half. Kama plus how many boards were kept on the length of the of the of the wagon? Three boards, like we explained. Pushle palgadamosa. Now there's a half amma, kishodle ma baini baini, but when you put it between each of them, which like we explained is a quarter amma. And a quarter amma is actually one and a half tafach, and that has the did of love it. And therefore, even though you write it was a space and it was actually light going between the crushim and there was no roof on top of that quarter amma space, but that's a din of love it. It's considered like it's filled up, and therefore, there was actually like no space. It was considered like it's fully mekayra. So, how can you say that it's not considered a shesh rab The Gemara answers, Misav a crushim, a pusyayu have a manachlu, a manachlu. Who said that the crushim were put on the width, which makes it an arm and a half each, the crushing were actually lying on its thickness, on its depth, which was one amma each. And therefore, if you have one amma each, so let's make the cheshbin again. Instead of having three piles, you'll be able to actually have four piles of crushing, three high now, because again, there were 12 crushing on each of the agalais. So now you would have four crushing, each carriage is an amma, so therefore it would take up four ammas of space, and therefore you'd have an amma left over. The Gemara right now thinks that that would be a good terrorist. But the Gemara asks very simply, how much was the depth or the thickness of each carriage was amma, was one amma? How many crushim would they place under the length of each agola abor? There were four crushim. Pashla amsa, like we explained, there's an amma left over. Now you'd also have love a dummy. Why? Because you have, if you have four crushing that were stacked up, there are actually three spaces, one space between each of the crushing. And therefore, if you take an amma and you put it between three spaces, and an amma, as we know, is six tvachim, you would have two tvachim in between each of the crushim. And that's also less than the sheer love it. It makes it love it. And therefore, the entire theme becomes Rishasarabimakura, just like we said before. And therefore, we didn't help out anything by placing the crushim instead of being on their width, but placing them under the depth. Now, for next Gemara, we have a little bit of Akhtamah. We'd have Machlaikis on Amabez between Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Nechemya. How were the Krushim actually made? Now, we know the carriage for sure was 10 Amas tall and was definitely one and a half Amas wide. There's no question because that's the way you had to make the Mishkan. But the depth of the carriage, which it says is one amma. However, there's machlekes. Rabbi Yehud is going to say that it was actually tapered. At the bottom of the crushing, it went into Adonim at that point, it was actually one amma thick, and that's for sure no question. However, as it went towards the top, it started tapering until right at the tip, it was only an etzba, it was a very thin piece of wood. The other man, Rabbi Nechemia holds that no, it was an amma thick the entire way, all the way to the top of the carriage, and therefore the entire dimension was ten by one half by one deep, an entire measurement of the crushing. And therefore, the Gemara now says as follows, according to Rabbi Huda, that says that the carriage on the bottom was a thickness of an amma, but at the top it tapered to the point that it was only an etzpah thick, Shapir comes out very good. Why? Because if you stuck the 
Krushim, the way we explained it, then at some points you're right, it was an Amor, and therefore between each one there was only an Amor left over between all four stacks, and therefore, like we said, it was only two Tfachim and we have a din of Lavin. But as you get towards the top of the Krushim, where it tapered and now became an Etzpa, you would have a lot more space, and it would definitely be more than three Tfachim at that point, and therefore it wouldn't be a problem of Lavin anymore, and it would actually show us that it was not Rosh Hashanah But Elam, Adam, Goshev, Shalomatan, Oivin, Amor, Kachem, Malan, Oivin, Amor, but according to the Mandar, that says that the thickness was an armor from the bottom towards the top, and therefore, Michael Memo. Then you have the real question that we said before that's Kilovadami, or you can have between the three spaces of the four boards that were lying on the Agola is two Tafachich, and therefore it's lovered, and it's going to be Rosh Hashanah Makari the whole time. So I'm Rab Khan, Rab Khan answers, We're talking about Batpai. What does that mean? So there's two Pshatim and Rashi. The first Pshatim Rashi is Atpai means the Tabais. Every single one of the Krushim had a ring that was attached in order to put the Brichim through. There were multiple Brichim and the Brichim went through to support the Krushim that they shouldn't move from right to left or backwards and forwards in order that they should stay stable. Now, those boards since they had a Tabais in them, you can't put the boards right next to each other because if you put the boards right next to each other the rings would be hitting each other and there would need space for that. Therefore, the way they, they actually put the boards wasn't where there was space in between all four of the boards, but what they did was as follows. They put the outer board all the way to the edge of the agoa, and then the next one was completely attached it. One of the rings were facing towards the outside. One of the rings, the second row of Krushim, were, were pointing towards the inside. And the same thing for the other side of Agala. You started the other side of Agala, you put one in the Krushim, then one next to it. The ring of the outer Krush was pointed towards the outside of Agala, and the ring of the second one on the outside was also pointed to the middle. And therefore you actually kept an arm of space in between the two boards, and therefore there's no din of love it anymore, of course. Now, Rashi just points out, why couldn't it be that if you had five armors, why couldn't you put the Krushim five armors in five armors of space? Why do you have to make a pile of four? You could have made a pile of five. Rashi says either because it would be too tight or, like we now see, that the word bleed the satar boys. There was these whole, these rings, and therefore you couldn't do it that way. But in any case, the Gemara has a terrorist bat boy that, like the Russian tabas, that there was a rings, and therefore because of the space of rings, they had to make it that there was an arm in between, which of course an arm is six tafach, and therefore there's no din of loving. Rashi's second shot is very similar, and instead of bat boy mean tabas, he just says they were done exactly the same way we explained, but the explanation of Fizer would be that it was like a clip formation. So it was, that's, if you look at it as a clip, it looks like there were two pieces of crushing together, and that is like a clip. In any case, the Gemara now will ask specifically on Rab. Rab said that the Agolis, on all these parts, it was considered a Shisram, which means that they were not Makaria. Now, Bainam, we understand between the two Agolis were not Makaria, like we explained, that there was space in between the Agolis of an Amor. Sidein also, under the um, axle of the wagons, there was also no problem. However, the wagon itself had a bottom, and therefore if there was a bottom on the wagon, forget about the crushum sitting on them, the crushum had no nothing, no to it, because ultimately there was a bottom, and the bottom formed a roof over the Rishas and therefore it should be considered Rishas Ram and So the Gemara is, the 
even if you say that they were stacked in this formation, it was on the bottom of the Agola. Agola Gufa Bakura Havai, that the Agola itself had a roof on it because it was considered a roof, the bottom of the Agola as it formed on top of the Rishus Ram. And we turned to Sadah Chesam Beis, on the Shmuel Biasadis. Shmuel said, no, there was actually no bottom to the Agola. It was actually just leaning on the sideboards of the wagon. And therefore, since there was no bottom, there's no problem, according to Rav, and Rav is correct, that all three spots that were beneath the Agolas were all considered Rishus Ram, and it was not Makaira. The Gemara continues, Tanar Abundant, Kroshim, Milmatin, Avinamin, Umalan, Kalim, Vahokan, Akats. But like we said before, this is going to be the Shita of Rabbi Huda. Shirema, you, Samum, Rabbi Yishai, that just like by the Kroshim, you use the Lashim Tamim, on the top, it should be Tamim, it should come to a Tamim, what does that mean? We know by Yardin, when Yeshua was taking the Yidin through the Yardin, it says Tamu Nechusu, that the waters stopped and were cut off. So therefore, over there it means that it was stopped, it came to an end. Here also it comes to an end. It comes to an edge, like we said, it was tapered toward the top to get to an etzba de Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Nechemia, Rabbi Nechemia, however, says, Kishem Shalomatin, Ayyvin Amma, just like at the bottom was Ayyvin Amma, Kachmamatin, Ayyvin Amma, also at the top, it's Amma. Shinema, Yachtav. It says, Benegei, the Krashim, it says Yachtav. What does it mean, Yachtav? It means it should be the same, it should be equal. So, Frechting Gemara, Baksiv Tamim, according to Rabbi Nechemia, Lechariot also says Tamim, and Tamim we see from the Pasuk and Yadin that it means it comes to the point or it comes to an end. So the says, What it means, Tamim means complete. It doesn't mean it comes to an end. It means the Lashem of Tamim to be complete. Here also it's complete that you shouldn't have Valei Leisus Dinistra. Do not bring two different boards and put them together to form a ten arm of carriage. Ten arm is a very tall board. You might think you could take two boards and put them together. No, it has to be one complete board. V'idach nami, Rabbi Yehuda, Haksiv Yachtav, it says Yachtav, which seems to be that it should be exactly the same, it should be equal. The Gemara says, It doesn't mean that it should be equal, but it means that it should be together. So Yachtav could have two similar meanings. It either could be that it should be exactly the same, or it should be together. Rabbi Yehuda learns it should be together, which means that make sure that the Krushim don't move from each other. We need to make sure that the Krushim are aligned and they are flat and on one surface and therefore that's the Lushim of Yachta. The Gemara continues, now we know the Mishkan was 30 Amis long by 10 Amis wide. That was the inner dimensions of the Mishkan. The outer dimension of the Mishkan actually on the back was not 10 Amis because you had the thickness of the walls of the northern side wall and therefore it would be actually 12 Amis wide in the back on the west. So the Gemara asks as follows, Bishleim Lamanama, according to Lamanama, which is Ram Nechemia, Keshem Shalomatan Ibn Amma, Kafum Malan Ibn Amma, that the thickness of the wall was an Amma the entire way up from the bottom to the top of the Krushim. Hainu Lassiv therefore makes a lot of sense how we explain the back of the Mishkan in the Torah. It says, Liachseya Mishkan Yama, and towards the west side of the Mishkan, Tasa Shisha Krushim, the back wall of the Mishkan, you make six Krushim. Like we explained, each Karish is one and a half Amas wide, therefore now that would add up to nine Amas. The Pasuk also says you make two Krushim for the corners. Now the six Krushim covered up nine Amis of the Mishkan, but there's actually three Amis left, one and a half Amis on each side of the Mishkan that you need in order to cover the airspace of the ten Amma dimension of the inner measurement of the Mishkan. In addition, you needed an Amma on each side to cover up the board on each side because each board was an Amma wide, which formed a 12 Amma outer dimension. So the Gemara answers, the Asif, Pussy the Hani, little Subchad Hani. It makes a lot of sense. By the two other crushes, which were Amma and a half thick each, then you had three Amma. 
Tamas, which was exactly perfect to cover up those spots and it formed an exact corner for the Mishkan. El according to the according to Rabbi Huda, that actually tapered until the top was only an etzba. So over here, if you take the last two boards and you make it a perfect arm and a half, because on the width of the crushing, we didn't have any tapering done, and therefore if it wasn't being tapered, then we'd take up the full arm and a half, then actually it wouldn't come out to a perfect square, and we'll send a picture later on to show this, but the point is, on one side, on the left and right of the Mishkan, the Tzafin and Dharam side, it's actually coming to a point. However, when you're covering up the edges, it's actually going to stick out, it's going to look a little funny when it sticks out of the corners of the Mishkan. The Gemara says, the Shuffle of Keturin, even on those boards, the arm and a half, they also would taper in order to come to a point, almost like a mountain, and that would be the way it would work out, so therefore it would work out the Fidah Madama as well. The Gemara continues, Krashim, Tana, we learned in the the middle bar, the support beam that went inside all of the Krashim, so went from the north to the west, to the south, and it included all the crushing, and it was only placed inside it once the crushing were already standing. So then it had to be benes because there's no way an uman, Rashi says, or an expert could even put them in. How are you going to turn the corners? This was only be able to be done through an ace. The Gemara continues. The Mishkan was covered with a couple of covers which formed its roof. One was called Yerisa Mishkan, which was the bottom covering, and it was called Yerisa Mishkan because it was over the Mishkan. That made the Mishkan. This curtain was formed from 10 panels. Each panel was 28 amas long and 4 amas wide. When they were all sewn together as one covering, it formed a covering of 40 amas by 28 amas. Now, the 40 amas is still called the width because it was made from 10 strips of 4 amas wide. However, when they placed this onto the Mishkan, the 40 Amma side was placed to the length of the Mishkan, and the 28 Amma, which is called the length, was placed on the width of the Mishkan. And the Gemara now will explain how does this work out if you're a Behuda and if you're a So the Gemara says, Shadi Rukhaya puts you to the Mishkan, you take the 28 Amis, you put it to the width of the Mishkan, Kamehavin Esvetamin. How much was it? 28 Amis. Dal Esaligra, the 10 Amis went for the roof of the Mishkan because it was 10 Amis in the dimension. Pashlu Teslai Gisav Teslai Gisav. So you have 18 left over, 9 for each side of the Mishkan. The Rabbi Huda, according to Rabbi Yudha Shita, that it came to an etzpa at the top, so the curtains didn't have to cover any of the thickness of the walls, and therefore it hung down all the way to the bottom of the carriage, and all that was revealed on the north and south side of the Mishkan was an amma of the Adonim, because hung down nine Amis, the carriage was ten Amis tall completely, and the bottom was an amma, and therefore all you saw was the bottom of the thickness of the socket of the Krushim. However, not only did you see the amma of the Adonim, you also saw an additional amma of the Krushim, yet two Amis that of the bottom was that was revealed and was uncovered because you had to take into account the thickness of the Amma thickness of the top of the wall that the curtain had to hang over and cover that area. Therefore, all that was left on the right and left of the Mishkan, the Tzafin and Durham side of the Mishkan, were actually eight Amis on each side. So you had two Amis revealed on the Tzafin and Durham of the Mishkan. And now we'll make a Cheshbin for the length of the Mishkan. Shadi you take the width of of the curtain, which we said is 40 Amis, and you throw it on the length of the Mishkan, it was 40 Amis long, you take off 30 for the inner dimension of the roof of the Mishkan, now there's only 10 Amis left out, since you didn't have to take into account any part of the top of the Adon, of the top of the Karish, therefore you have 10 Amis completely that were hanging down 
And according to Rabbi Yehuda, it would come out that it hung down and covered even the arm of the Adonim and actually reached exactly to the bottom of the ground. However, Rabbi Nechemia, Megalia, Amad Adam. According to Rabbi Nechemia, you still had an extra Amma that was hanging down because you had to take it to the thickness of the wall at the top of the Karish. And therefore, all that you had hanging there was nine Ammas. So you still had the Amad the Adonim revealed and you were able to see them. The Gemara continues on the second covering. The second covering of the Mishkan was called the Ureus Izim or the Ureus Ha'oyel, which covered over onto the Mishkan. So we know over there, each Uriah was instead of 20 Amas, it was actually 30 Amas by four Amas each one, but there were 11 panels. Instead of being 10 panels, there were 11 panels, and therefore it equals to 44 Amas long, or the way we talk about it, we talk about the width. And therefore it was 30 by 44 bottom line. So the Gemara says, how do you explain this one? You take its length, which is the 30, and you put it to the width of the Mishkan. It was 30 Amas. Again, you take away 10 for its roof. You have 10 left over. Now, since you have 20 left over total, so now you have 10 on each side. actually hangs down. You make the Cheshbin. Since you don't have the thickness of the wall, it hangs down and it actually covers the Adon itself, but it reaches exactly to the ground. According to Rabbi Nechemia, here you would reveal one of the Adonim. Again, because it hangs down on each side 10, you need the thickness of the wall. Again, it goes down 9 on each side, and therefore you have an Am Adonim which was revealed. We learn in Bryce similarly. When you had on the Ureusism the extra two Amas over the Uriah's Hamishkan. So, because Uriah's Hamishkan, we said, were 28 Amis. Uriah's Heizim was 30 Amis. So, therefore, you had two Amis extra, one Amis on each side. Lachasis, Amis Shal Adonim de Rabbudah. Quite Rabbudah covers one extra of the Adonim, it goes all the way to the floor. Rabbudah, Lachasis, Amis Shal Krushim, it covers one extra Amis of the Krushim, but the Amis of the Adonim was actually revealed, like we just explained. Now, how do you deal with the other side, going on the length of the Mishkan? Shadim Pusiah, you take the width of this Uriah, which we said was 44, and you throw the arcade to the you have 44 Amish, which is the entire width of this curtain. You take off 30 for the inner dimension of the space of the length of the Mishkan. Sorry, now you have 14 left for the entire width of this of this curtain. You take off two and you double it over for the front of the Mishkan. The front of the Mishkan was open because that was the doorway, but you still had at the top a little bit of this overhang of the Reed. It says in the Pasuk Mephor, you take half of the sixth urea of the sixth panel and you place it in the front of the oil on the Mizrach side of the Mishkan. That's two Abbas, which is half of the urea. Every panel was for Amis. Now, why is it called Uriah Shishas? Because we know by the 11 Uriahs that they put together, they had hooks in between the 5th and the 6th one. Therefore, there was this part that was 6 Uriahs altogether. That's called Uriah Shishas. The last one was called Uriah Shishas. Pashalahu Tati. Sorry, now there's only 12 Amis left over, and that's going to be thrown onto the west side of the Mishkan, on the back of the Mishkan. So, Bishlam Rabbi, the coin to Rabbi, to make sense, there's a passage that says, it says half of the last, the extra urea, will drag on the floor because two Amis of the last urea actually dragged on the floor for Rabbi Huda because he had 12. Ten of it had to cover the carriage and two Amis were dragging on the floor. According to all they come out, it's not chetzi urea, it's only one Amis of the urea that actually is dragging on the floor. 
Since he had 12 Amis left over, one had to cover the thickness of the back wall. In addition, he had 10 that covered the height of the Krushim. Now he only had one that was dragging the floor. It doesn't mean that it drags two Amis on the floor. It just means two Amis were larger or dragging over the Yiriyas HaMishkan. One, of course, covered the rest of the other that the, un, the other one didn't cover. And now one Amma dragged on the floor. Tanur Rabbi Shmuel, we learned in Yeshua Rabbi Shmuel, Lama Mishkan Daimah, what is the Mishkan similar to? Leisha to a woman, Shemalechus Bishop. That's going to shift the Shifulah, Malchakra, and Ahem was dragging him back of her. And we will stop over here and continue tomorrow.